my best moments improvising are when I'm like looking outside of myself, hearing everything happen and then playing and then playing it. And I'm like, oh, here that comes and now I'm gonna play this and here I'm gonna play that. And I'm like playing it before I play it, you know? And I got to the point where I was like, okay, this is, this is like meditating, you know, improvising, man. It's like, it's just, it's beautiful just to like know the language and just like go, hey, like you wanna play? Like we don't even have to talk about anything. You could just start and we could just go. Like I could do that all day long. It could be any style, it could be any key, it could be anything. It's like speaking French to somebody who knows French. You're like, oh, you know French, oh, hey, what's up? You're just like, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? So here we are with Dominic Lolly. So glad to have you here, man, Dominic is from Big Gigantic, but he's also got a new group now. Yeah, Butterfly Quintet, um, basically, uh, really, it was a product of the, you know, the lockdown and, and the, um, you know, us musicians really not having a space to make music anymore. You know, all of us in the band have known each other uh, for, you know, several years. And probably the guy who I've known, and I think the other guys as well, probably had known least was Hunter. Everyone else is like Denver transplants, but Hunter grew up in Denver. And so, you know, things kind of went down and all of our gigs kind of stopped. And I know he was kind of like going over to Deitches and stuff and, and Borums and doing, just doing some stuff, hanging with them. He really just group text us one day and said, Hey, like, you guys want to do, you know, Cervantes is this club in Denver. I don't know where you live. Hunter was like, Hey, do you guys want to do a monthly or something there? You know, it'll just be tables. It'll just be fun. Like we can just do whatever. We brought some jazz tunes. You kind of funk them up a little bit style, a couple originals, you know, Deitch was cool. Brought some, brought some originals to the table. It was cool. And it was just a vibe. We had a great time. And so it was kind of like, okay, um, well, let's do it again. So we did it again and we did it again. And then, you know, every time we did it for probably six months, we did it or something like that. Uh, once a month, everyone just kept writing something new. And so kind of towards the end of, I would say last year, I can't remember exactly. Cause it's been a little minute. Um, I was kind of like, oh, well, you know, we have, we have enough song. We actually have enough songs to record an album. Like maybe let's, let's make an album. So we just went into the studio and recorded this album. You know, we, we haven't had a ton of gigs other than that since then, because now that things have picked up, everyone's gotten busy again. Lettuce has gotten really busy again. Big G's gotten really busy again, you know, break science and stuff like that. So we haven't done a ton of gigs, but we have our album release party coming up um, in Denver. The album has been done for a while, um, but we wanted to time it with um, having vinyl get having vinyl out and be able to sell vinyl at the show and stuff like that. It's really just a collection of songs that we all wrote. Um, I'm trying to think mostly Deitch songs, Hunter songs. I have a song. Uh, Benny Bloom has a song or two. Borum has a song or two. So, but it's all just original stuff we wrote with each other kind of in mind. And, um, and it's just a, it's just a vibe in its own thing. You know, it's not, it's kind of funky. It's kind of jazzy. Um, it's just, uh, but it's a bunch of cool tunes that we love and we love playing with each other and, um, and we're excited to play again some more with each other. Cause we, we like create a cool vibe for sure. And it's a lot of talented cats in the band. In, in introducing the band, I think, I think it'd be really cool to hear from you. Like, you know, you mentioned Deitch and all these other guys, what you yeah. admire specifically about them. 
Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, Deitch, uh, Adam Deitch, you know, the drummer for Lettuce um, and Break Science. You know, Adam's a legend. You know, his parents are um, amazing musicians. He just grew up in it, you know, in music. So it's great getting to play with someone who's just been playing music forever, just so deeply rooted in so much amazing music. Um, Borum is uh, just another guy with just a, a really eclectic music taste and a great player. He's done Damn. all this hip hop uh, stuff, you know, but he loves jazz music. He does break break science. Um, so he does a lot of electronic music stuff, but he does like all this beautiful, like solo electronic stuff too, which is really cool. So he's just like fun to play with and pick his brain. And since I'm like a deep in Ableton kind of a guy, um, you know, it's cool to just like vibe with someone on that, you know, what I love about Hunter, um, the bass player, Hunter Roberts is that, you know, Hunter is just probably younger than all of us and just like super open, you know, just ingests everything. And is like, Oh, sick, sick. And like down to play everything. He's like a sponge. He just has a great vibe and he can play any style. And he's just a fantastic guy, fantastic bass player. And then Benny Bloom is like, you know, he's a horn player, just an insane trumpet player. You know, we both went to jazz school. We both did like, we were both cut from the same cloth. You know, he sings, he's a perfect pitch. I mean, he's as talented as they come. So, you know, great guys, uh, killer band. And, and like I said, when we get together, there's some seriously good, uh, cool energy and some cool vibes that happen. So it's fun to get to play with these guys. I'd love to hear from you what you think is involved with being like a great bandmate. You know, I think just like being really open, you know, is is important, you know, and um, communication. It's like being in a relationship. So it's like a lot of those type of things, you know, communication and just kind of being open and and just being flexible. You know, I mean, it's like if anything in life, you know, and especially these times, I mean, shit happens, you know, and it's just like, man, you can either like let it rub you the wrong way or you can just go with the flow and make lemonade out of lemons you know what i mean and um you know just stuff like that you know you just have to be you just have to be cool and be chill because i mean hey if if we've learned anything throughout the like all the pandemic and stuff like that it's like um i mean we're still here playing music after all of that i mean blessed you know what i mean like big gigantic is still like we're still in the cut big time you know, still playing major festivals, still touring. And I mean, I'm just like, wow, because I, it, for a moment there, I said, is what, what is going to, what's my life going to be like after, after all this? Cause I had no idea, you know, and a lot of bands didn't make it, you know what I mean? Through all that. And I'm um, just fortunate uh, to, to be able to just um, really be doing it. Yeah. Just listening. Cause obviously listening when you're improvising, you know, butterfly, you know, we, we wrote the songs and stuff like that, but it's a lot of improvising and stuff like that. So, you know, you got to be open and listening and, and, you know, reacting and all that kind of stuff to, to what's happening. So talking about improvising, right? Yeah. One thing I want to bring up with you, whether it's, it's sports or music, comedy, every, everyone has these moves that they fall back to. And, and it can be really easy to get this like muscle memory, like to be kind of sure. doing the same thing all the sure. time. And, and I'm curious with you, how you get yourself to break out of that and, and how you keep things fresh and unique. Yeah. I mean, listening, you know, that's, 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 I think, I think that's why like people dig playing with me and especially more in a creative thing, you know, like 
you don't, I, there's not too much stuff that I'm on or people have heard me play maybe back in the day with they, you know, I used to be in the motet too. Um, that was like even pre all that stuff. So, you know, but one thing I, I am is like all ears, you know, I may not have all the licks. I may not have all the technique you know, and stuff like that, but I keep my ears super open and listening. And that will take me a lot further because I'm just like, you know, obviously I wish I had a bag full of more stuff, licks, all the shit. You know what I mean? I wish I had better ears, perfect pitch wise, but I have big ears, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'll just, I don't know what I'm going to play right now, but I'm going to take the first rhythm that I hear or the first something that comes out to me and I'll just ride. I'm just going to ride with that. I'll take that two notes or two, one rhythm and just like ride that as long as I can until I'm listening again for the next thing to ride off of. I was like really, really into improvising at a point. I mean, that was like, that was it, you know, um, when I was in New York and doing stuff. And, and for me, it was like, okay, I finally got to the point where I was like, okay, like I need to become, I need to become so proficient on my instrument that whatever I'm here, whatever I hear, I can, I can like play that, you know? So it kind of started there. And then I kind of got to like, oh, wow. Like improvising is like, is like kind of, it's basically like meditating. So I got really into like meditating because I was like, you know, if I'm like hovering, if I'm like outside, like the best, my best moments improvising are when I'm like looking outside of myself, hearing everything happen and then playing and then playing it. And I'm like, Oh, here that comes. And now I'm going to play this and here I'm going to play that. And I'm like playing it before I play it, you know? And I got to the point where I was like, okay, this is, this is like meditating. You know, you talk I mean? to me more about that. Like what actually clicked when you say like improvising is like meditating. Uh, well, it was like when I was in a solo and I had this moment where I felt like I was floating, like, you know, and I was like outside of myself, what, like, and anything I want, I was like watching the band and, you know, I was in the band, but I was watching the band and, you know, dictating what I want to play. I mean, these moments happened like this for a set, you know, split seconds, you know, and then as I got better and more, um, in, into it, they happen for longer periods of time. You know what I mean? Um, but I knew I was like, okay, this is like, this is, this is what the cats, like the real, like, this is what train was doing. You know, he's just like floating, like just all this stuff's happening, you know? So, you know, that was like what I wanted to do and stuff like that. So, you know, I got really into that because I was like, well, if I can be in the present the fully the present moment like throughout this whole thing like i'm not thinking about oh i just played or oh or what was that or what you know it's just like you know it's like in my ear you know kind of a thing um that's like the truth and that's the way to get to get there you know what i mean i thought that was really cool and really sick but where i fell in love was writing you know i wanted to write in which you know i was i felt like in college i was pretty good at writing people like you write great stuff got really into writing, which got me into writing on a computer, which got me into big gigantic. You know what I mean? Um, cause I was like, I just, I want to write because, um, I love improvising. Um, but I didn't feel like it was, I was like, you know, that was like it for me personally. Yeah. You know, improvising, man. It's like, it's just, it's beautiful just to like know the language and just like go, Hey, like you want to play, like, we don't even have to talk about anything. You could just start. 
and we could just go like i could do that all day long you know what i mean mm -hmm. like we it could be any style it could be any key it could be anything it's like speaking french to somebody who knows french you're like oh you know french oh hey what's up you're just like blah, 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 blah. you know what i mean so well if you made it this far thank you for listening just want to let y'all know we've got these hand dyed ice dyed weird music podcast hoodies and also tees if you'd like one let us know we'd love to get you one also want to give a big shout out to Voodoo Ranger from New Belgium Brewing for sponsoring this podcast. And a big thank you to the geniuses over at Thrax CBD for sponsoring us with their amazing products. Got also want to give a big thank you to J&J Distribution, Ohio's premier Delta 8 and CBD wholesale supplier. Retailers, check out their brands Cloud 8, Compassionate Buds, and Zaza. Also a big thank you to our local print shop, Franklinton Press. Definitely hit them up for any of your custom merch or custom printing needs. They'll take good care of you. Got links in the description. And yeah, much love, y'all. Now back to the episode. What about getting to be a professional musician would you say like brings you the most satisfaction? I mean, probably performing, you know, even though like I love writing and stuff like that. Um, but performing, you know, is really there's just nothing like, uh, you know, that interaction of of live music and people and playing with other people and having a crowd there and stuff like that. I mean, you know, the cherry on top is like, it's your song. You know what I mean? It was like sick that's even cooler it's just that that energy you know is is probably the real the real payoff and that's one of the things we learned like in the pandemic too you know i mean it was like there's just nothing quite like that that energy for sure musically speaking what is what does growth and improvement look like for you these days you know just being open and just learn learning every day you know it's just like there's so much to learn every day, um, especially in just in music. I mean, it's just, it's endless, you know? So it's just, it's, it's kind of all about your perspective on it, you know? But I feel like a good day for me is a day where I'm, I'm learning something new and growing or, you know, having some sort of new moment. The cool thing about when I started using Ableton, when I stopped, like, you know, there was a point where I was practicing my saxophone eight hours a day and it was like, that was it. And it was, you know, and then, you know, you're obviously learning, but you know, when you started playing saxophone and you were practicing eight hours a day, you're learning, you know, your growth is like bigger, right? Because you're starting from the bottom. Um, and so, you know, when I started Ableton and stuff like that for the first time, the cool, uh, the cool thing about that is my, yeah, I was learning a lot fast, getting better quick kind of a thing, you know? And, um, you know, and now I've, you know, not by any means haven't like mastered, you know, either, but I still love to learn both of those things all the time. And, you know, the older I get, I'm just like, I just try not to be too like I'm old and like, I've been there and I know it or whatever, you know, because that's just gonna, that's just gonna hinder my growth and learning and stuff, you know, so I just, I just try to keep it fresh and young and, and just have fun. I just started to have fun, you know? Mm. Do you feel like, you know, talking about your days in New York, being in the motet, then getting a taste of like playing these huge sold out shows at like places like Red Rocks, you know what I mean? Yeah, I as, as you've gone through these stages, yeah. do you feel like what brings you actual fulfillment has that all changed or, or you've even gotten like a better idea of what, of what brings you real fulfillment? That's a good question.
you know, it's just, it's so interesting because it's just like, it's like, you're always looking at it from a different angle, you know, in a different perspective, you know, it was like when we started big gigantic, it was like me and Jeremy were like, man, like, dude, if we sell out the Fox theater in Boulder, which is like 800, 800 cap, we're like, dude, we're like retiring. Like, we're like, this, that's it, dude. Like, forget about it. You know what I mean? And, you know, we just did our 10th, 10th year of like rowdy town and red rocks you know two sold out nights and all that kind of stuff and it's just like this year for me the 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 beautiful like the really beautiful part about it this year and the fulfilling part about it this year for me um was that my family was there like my my wife and my kid were there and my kid was like old enough to like be there and like get it and be like whoa this is so cool like and just like having that just like filled me up each night music like musically just keep it you know just like having just having those aha moments or just you know having a connection with someone you know with the butterfly guys like you know just hitting some of those moments where you just connect on something when that happens it brings you back to um you know a moment that you had younger in your life where you like you know and so it kind of like reinvigorates the, that whole um special thing in you you know so you know that's why it's just great to just important to keep it fresh and keep it open and and um you know just keep ha having that circle like reignite itself it's like like being a musician you know you've you've had the uphill climb you've you've kind of gotten to a place where you found like level ground mm -hmm. and so so from your perspective looking at how how tough it can be to be an up-and-coming artist and how the road can like wear people out with their mental health like I'm curious sure. what what you've learned about orienting your your mind state and what you've learned about getting out of a rut when when life seems gray especially when you're doing this uphill climb as an artist like like what light you can shed on that man that's tough it is tough I mean it's I have to say that, you know, I just because I'm a little bit older. And so I've have like, a, I've lived in like with my feet in like two different worlds. And my come up is so different than a, the come up is right now. Um, because of social media thing, you know, just lots of different things like that. Um, so I can imagine that it's a much different experience for an artist now on the come up than it was for me back in the day for me back in the day you know it was really about you know i was i'm like a grinder i love to grind i love to like work when no one's working work when no one's watching that kind of stuff we were saying with sports and stuff like that earlier like i was big into sports when i was in high school played basketball you know i'd always just been into that mentality and that's what you know kind of got me far in music you know that got me scholarships to music school and different stuff like that you know, I was always like a goal setter. Like, I'm going to set this goal. Okay. I got there, you know? And for me, it was like, when I was going to school in Arizona, I was like, okay, like I want to go to New York and I want to play jazz music in New York. And that was my goal. Okay. Manhattan school music. Boom. I got in, I did my master's there. It was amazing. Um, studying with amazing people, playing with amazing people. Uh, but, you know, but then it was like, I was 
slowly going so broke. You know, I didn't, I didn't, my family didn't have money. You know, it wasn't like I couldn't like, there was no, I had no out, you know what I mean? So I just kept trying to suck it up and just kept working and working, working and, you know, working on music, not working a job because I couldn't find a job and I didn't have a lot of gigs. So I was getting more in debt. It, it was getting real spicy, real, it was getting real bad. So, um, you know, I had to figure a way out. Um, but I just stuck, you know, I just stuck with it. I had that mentality, like, just keep, just stick with it, you know? And like, like I said, this is like in 2005, six, you know, four, it's just different. There was no, there wasn't like, you're not like on your phone watching somebody be successful and then feeling like you're an asshole, you know what I mean? Or whatever, you know what I mean? Or feeling like, you know, there was just, you just, I just had myself saying like, dude, just keep just don't worry about it. Just like, keep it up. So, you know, I had to, I had, I had a rut and that's something I had to get myself out of, but you know, I met the motet guys and started playing with them and moved to Colorado and just like slowly dug myself out of debt and slowly, you know, started doing all that kind of stuff. So really just sticking with it was kind of, you know, and having a really positive mentality um, was the thing that really sort of like kept me afloat. So I'm playing with the motet and stuff and I'm still working at a coffee shop playing jazz gigs in Denver and stuff like that. Um, slowly digging myself out and, um, you know, had gotten the computer and was like getting into making beats a little bit, but still big time struggle. I mean, I spent all my money on this computer that I got on like eBay that was like stolen and it was like a whole fucking thing. And I was like, Oh my God, like, you know, just after every, you know, you're like, okay, I'm starting to make a, sort of like turn a corner and then it's like oh something else bats you down you know and you're like all right so i gotta work again to get another computer and fucking do this thing all over again stuff like that but you know i did it boom boom things going and was making a few beats and people were coming to see me and being like hey dude like just start something i don't even care what it is but we have like a group of friends and stuff and we'll like come see you like if you start something on your own, no music out, no, nothing like that. There was no social media. I wasn't a guy on social media. I was just a dude who played out all the time, you know? And, um, you know, it was like big G started, you know, it was like, all right, we're going to start some big gigantic. I have a name, Jeremy. I knew a guy who was putting shows on, putting, uh, shows on STS nine, you know, they were popping off and, um, I sat in with them one time. I sat in with a couple other people. People were like, just start something. Me and Jeremy, we kind of put together, we, you know, this is like Facebook was kind of starting to go. MySpace was happening a little bit. And uh, we had no music out, zero music out. And Pete, and we're touring, you know, in 2008 or whatever, you know. So no music. There wasn't, you know, we just, I don't even know, man. So uh, just weird opportunities presented themselves to me. And I said, okay, like this is okay. I'm going like full, full on into this thing, you know, because there's this, there's a space for me right now. It was just different uh, It's things were, di you know, I got an opportunity and I just put, I was like, you know what? Okay. Now it's time to quit the job because if the more time I put into this, the more I'm going to like get out of it, you know? stop doing as many gigs other gigs just focused on all this writing and different stuff like that you know kind of stopped doing the motet too um although they the motet was also in a transitional thing where they weren't really touring 
and stuff. So it kind of, you know, felt like some stars were aligning for me. So, you know, I just stuck with it, had an opportunity where I felt like I had an opportunity to get in there. And I went in like full on, you know, and just, and I mean, that was in 2008, nine. And, um, and I just feel like it's, it really honestly doesn't feel much different to me now as it did then. I mean, I'm just like full on pumping in it. You know what I mean? Let's mm. like going, going for it still, you know, because you never know when that opportunity is just going to be gone. You know what I mean? So, um, man, damn, so, but things are, di things are different now. Like I can't imagine trying to come up now and start something brand new. I mean, you have to, there's so much, it's so different. So, you know, just working hard, working on, you know, because someone's, there's always going to be someone better than you always, you know, and even if you're the best, so what, you know what I mean? Then what being unique, you know, that's what helped us out at the time, you know, all the musicians and the jam band people who I was in jam bands and that scene, you know, they were like, like, what are you doing with the electronic music? Like, this is a music all the DJs were like, what are you doing? Like, this isn't DJing. And I was like, fuck all y'all. Like I'm, I'm doing this cause it's different. And, you know, obviously it paid off. So, you know, being, being unique and doing something different, um, is, is a big part of, of it as well. Um, and yeah, just working, just working hard, you know, and, um, just keeping at it. Just got to keep, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm you mentioned like being in debt yeah. working an hourly rate to get your lap your computer and then this computer gets stolen like yeah. when you're like staring at these walls right up right up against your forehead like bashing through them there's another wall like what is your self-talk what was that like that got you through that adversity ultimately to where you are now it's interesting like you know the real perspective on it is now that I have, now that I have a child, you know, I'm like, I don't want, I like never want any adversity to happen to my child, but the adversity is really the thing that's like shaped me. And, you know, and that stuff like made me pissed. Like I got pissed, I got mad, you know, and that fire and fire. And it made, you know, whether it was like sounding like shit, playing with some people that I wanted to play with, like, got me mad and like made me go practice like a madman, you know, and got me better. Um, or being like, how could somebody do that? You know, sell me a computer and, you know, and that just like made me pissed and just fine. I'll take all this ang like angry kind of energy and just like put it into like a positive ball of light and just like go you know, that was that that's the way at least I, I was as a person, mm. you know, try to take the sort of like negative and angry kind of energy. I'm not really an like I try not to be. I mean, everyone gets a little angry, you know, no one's perfect, but um, try to take that more negative energy and put it into something that was like a white hot ball of light and really just like go do something with it, you know. Yeah, chip on your shoulder can be so yeah valuable. man i mean you know that's like it's like bas it's like the basketball shit you know it's like okay okay all right <laughs> you know world or this person or that or my instrument all right like you know i'm gonna show you 
to show you what I can do. You know what I mean? So what might you say to like your cousin just starting out saying, I want, I want to be an, a full-time professional artist with my own brand. What, what might you say to them? Yeah, just um, it's kind of the same stuff I said before, just, you know, hard work because there's always going to be somebody better. There's always going to be some, you know, but, you know, just working hard, smart, being smart, working smart, you know, um, being unique, having something unique to, to bring to the table. Probably those things are like, I would say, probably some of the, the main points, you know, and just, you know, not, not getting down like, or if you get down, like use that in a positive way to really bring yourself to a new level and just, you know, always setting goals. You know, I've always like tried to set goals and follow, follow stuff through. I mean, these days, um, just having, you know, um, having relationships with people. I mean, you can't do it. You can't do it all yourself too. I mean, and I, you know, I've had, you know, lucky enough to just have relationships with people who've really helped me out a lot. Um, you know, and, and I guess, um, your moment will come like in some way, shape or form and just being ready, you know, being ready for that moment. Dom, big G, thank you so much for joining me here, man. Of course. This has been awesome. Absolutely. Great chatting with you. Great questions. Hell yeah. Thank you for, for taking them and butterfly quintet. That's yeah. us. new album. Uh, it's called coast and it'll be available everywhere. November. And if you're in the Denver area, we have a show at Ophelia's and we'll have vinyl there that we'll be selling. And I'm sure we'll have like an online store up where you can get purchase our vinyl and maybe some merch and stuff like that too. So be on the lookout for that and uh, some great music and some great musicians. So um, hope you guys will check it out. My man. Thanks again. Yeah. Good chatting, bro.